Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, I am going to share research I've been doing on women's rights, women's related issues, major victories throughout time for women, and also women in the media and things that we're seeing for women. So it's mostly women empowerment, victories for women, women in the government, things of that nature. And what signs and which nakshatras are most highly associated with these things. This is an issue that I feel totally passionate about. It gets me super excited. In my first Vedic astrology reading ever, the astrologer told me, you love women, you're going to be really into women's rights, you're going to be in love with working with women, and you're going to work with women primarily for the rest of your life. And all of that is true. I obviously am a social worker. I'm an astrologer. I'm a yoga teacher. All of these things are highly women-based. <laughs> There's a lot of women everywhere all the time, which I'm so grateful for. I would say the vast majority of my clients are women. And I love men. I love working with men. If you're a, a man listening to this, I love working with men. And of course, my non-binary people, I love working with you. And again, when I say woman, I mean women identifying people, rather you've transitioned or you're identifying or you were born a woman, whatever, have an appreciation for the woman essence, if you will. So again, this is a topic that brings me a lot of joy and something that I really love discussing. And when there are these milestones for women, it gets me really excited. And of course, when there are these backslides for women, and when women's rights are being encroached upon, it really upsets me. And so I'm going to be discussing signs that are mostly related to women and nakshatras that are mostly related to women. And let me tell you, this is really, really interesting research. And so Seriously, it was impossible to ignore that the sign of cancer is incredibly involved when it comes to women. And of course it is. It's the nurturer. It's the mother. It has a highly feminine essence and particularly the nakshatra of Pushya. Pushya is symbolized by the utter of a cow. <laughs> it's literally breasts. It has to do with nourishment and nurturing the things around it. Again, this nakshatra is highly relevant, and I'll talk about it when we're talking about the research. Another nakshatra that is highly relevant is going to be the nakshatra of Barney. Barney nakshatra is in the sign of Aries and is represented by a yoni. It's a female genitalia, and it represents breakthroughs, having major, again, breakthroughs in your life and in women's rights, apparently, which again, we're going to talk about. The nakshatra of Shravana in the sign of Capricorn is highly relevant. And the signs of Taurus and Scorpio. And again, really, the signs I'm going to say are Cancer, Scorpio, and Taurus. And then there are some nakshatras within these signs that are highly, highly relevant. And I'm going to be talking about them throughout the entirety of this podcast, but I just wanted to lay it out up front. So the main signs we're going to be talking about are Cancer, Aries, um, Scorpio, and Taurus. Super, super interesting. So when it comes to female matters that are positive. I went back and I looked through when the first female president was ever nominated. So the first female president of any country, she's the president of Iceland. She was elected in 1981. Rahu was in the sign 
of cancer. In 1969, the National Women's Suffrage Association was founded. Rahu was in Pushia. K2 was in Shravana. In 1981, the first woman to be elected onto the Supreme Court was Rahu in Pushia. In 1951, Sojourner Truth gave the speech, Ain't I a Woman, which was a massively moving speech that had to do with female rights and being acknowledged as a woman. When this occurred, when the speech occurred, Rahu was in the Nakshatra of Pushia. It, between 2017 and 2018, this is when the Me Too movement was really rising. Everyone knew what Me Too was. Many women were coming out and speaking their truth. In this time, Rahu was in the nakshatra of Pushya in the sign of cancer. Of course, it would have moved through Pushya. When AOC was, when she won the 14th congressional district, of course, Rahu was in the nakshatra of Pushya. When Bill Cosby was finally arrested for all of the women that he had tormented and abused over the years. Of course, Rahu was in Cancer in the Nakshatra of Pushya. K2 was in the Nakshatra of Shravana. When women won the right to vote, this is the this is the interesting thing and in when we kind of break the pattern. K2 was in the Nakshatra of Barney and Rahu was in the Nakshatra of Swati. And so again, we were discussing the signs in the Nakshatras. And so the sign of cancer, as I was mentioning, in general has to do with women. And it seems that Pushya is a little bit more popular, but I, but Ashlesha is big too. Okay. But we will see the majority of these, what I just listed, Rahu is in Pushya. Now we're seeing Rahu in the nakshatra of Swati and Ketu in the nakshatra of Barney when women won the right to vote in 1920. And so Barney, again, is the female yoni. It represents massive breakthroughs. And Swati is connected to Sarah Swati. She is the goddess of learning. She's the goddess of music. There is a highly feminine essence that comes with the nakshatra of Swati. And on a little bit of a smaller scale, but still absolutely amazing, in 2002, Halle Berry was the first black woman to win an Oscar. And on that day, the moon was in Pushia. And on, in 2016, Hillary Clinton was the first woman to be nominated to be the running person for president, which is absolutely amazing. And when she was nominated to run for president, the sun was in Pushia. So we can see the scales here, right? Winning an Oscar, the moon was in Pushia. Being able to run for president, being nominated to run for president, the sun was in Pushia. But then when these like really life-altering things are happening, we're looking at the karmic nodes of things. And of course, it's always a combination of everything. You know, I had, I did see some more negative events associated with cancer as well that had to do with women's issues. But again, profoundly and overwhelmingly, they were positive things. But like, for example, during the Salem witch trials between 1692 and 1693, Rahu was in the sign of cancer. So that was an interesting time for women. Women were primarily seen as witches. So we can see some of these negative things happening as well, but I will say overwhelmingly when I was doing research, I was seeing that these nakshatras were associated to positive events for women. One final thing I'll say about the nakshatra of Barney, which is so incredibly fascinating, the Ariel Castro kidnappings, all of these women started going missing in 2002, and they were found and released on May 6th, 2013, when K2 was in Barney nakshatra. 
so 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 fascinating obviously k2 in the next chapter of barney can really be a support for women and have major breakthroughs and now let's talk a little bit about the more negative elements i was talking about uh taurus and scorpio and so taurus is a super feminine sign it has to do with luxury and experiences and indulgences it's one of these signs that really appreciates comfort and it really appreciates love and connection and beauty it's ruled by the planet venus and of course within the sign of taurus we have the nakshatra of rohini which is the most beautiful of the nakshatras the most lusted after of the nakshatras we see rohini as this very popular nakshatra in hollywood you know many beautiful people are going to have plans in rohini from the traditional stance from the traditional story this was the lunar mansion that the moon favored the most the moon preferred to stay in the mansion of rohini the longest which made the other sisters very jealous speaking of which talking about scorpio i was seeing a lot happen with the sign of scorpio in general but particularly in the next of jeshta and jeshta is the jealous sister this is again one of these women figures that has to do with women bringing issues up she is the one who took control of the situation and told on the moon and rohini she told her father what was going on out of jealousy and she felt like it was her moral obligation and so both of these nakshatras have to do with female issues in general. The stories behind them have to do with female issues. And again, it's not always going to be negative, but they bring issues up for us to talk about. Just like Jeshta was the one who told on Rohini. It, she didn't have like this malice against Rohini. She didn't want anything horrible to happen to her, but she wanted to bring it up to the surface. Okay, so horrible things have happened in these nakshatras but again i'm just saying this because it's going to be a mixed bag of good and bad but regardless it brings issues to the surface so right after saying that you guys are going to be rolling your eyes at me but you know ted bundy his most prominent years of murder were between 1973 and 1975 and during this time period for a lot of the time we saw Rahu in the sign of Scorpio. It would have passed through the nakshatra of Jeshta. Ketu is in Taurus. It would have passed through the nakshatra of Rohini. What is so interesting about this is that when he was arrested, Ketu was in Barani nakshatra, the nakshatra that represents breakthroughs, represents a yoni, and of course, the sign of Aries. When the Black Dahlia, when this incident occurred, when she was murdered, Rahu was in Rohini, Ketu was in Jeshta. Another interesting thing to note is that Saturn was in the nakshatra of Pushya, Venus was conjoined to Ketu. And again, Pushya is that nakshatra that we were talking about is nourishment and its gentleness and it's, it's taking care, you know. Saturn was stifling that nakshatra. Saturn was weighing it down. And of course, women are represented by venus venus represents women represents beauty and it was with k2 super super interesting when rosa parks refused to get up off of her seat which really contributed massively to the civil rights movement when she refused to get up from her seat she was arrested and fined this was in 1955 rahu was in jayeshta and k2 was in the sign of taurus so we see that in these time periods these issues with women that had been under the surface are kind of they're coming back up you know like they're things that were 
the Black Dahlia was like a mystery that was never figured out. And of course, with Ted Bundy, it made us reassess, like, are women safe? You know, what do we need to do to keep women safe? Of course, with Rosa Parks, it brought up many issues that we need to look at. Another example that I have is Elizabeth Smart. Elizabeth Smart was abducted. She disappeared when K2 was in Jeshta, Rahu was in Taurus, and Murgashira, which is super interesting. And she was found when Rahu was in Kritika in Taurus and K2 was in Scorpio. So she was kidnapped and found in this cycle of Rahu in Taurus and K2 in Scorpio. And so again, it's furthering this discussion on the safety of our children, the safety of our daughters. You know, what are we going to do? Are our daughters safe at home? Are they safe playing in the yard? And I'm just so grateful, you know, that she was found when she was. The Black Dahlia occurred during Scorpio and Taurus, never figured out. Ted Bundy was obviously horrific. Fortunately, he was figured out. And for her, luckily, it only happened in this cycle and she was found. But you know, all of them, what they did was cause us to question the safety of women and, and how we can protect them. But right now, right now, you know, where we are, K2 is in the sign of Scorpio and Rahu is in the sign of Taurus. And as this has happened, we saw Kamala Harris become the first female vice president, which is massive. It's bringing this women's issue up to the surface for us to analyze. And if you guys remember, in my podcast on this, when I was talking about Scorpio and Taurus, I was saying, I don't know if it's going to be an easy time for her. I think that there's going to be difficulties. And sure enough, she is having a hard time. It has brought female issues up. Um, and of course, there are other areas in the media that women's issues are certainly being brought to the surface. Women's sports is huge right now. Um, of course, the first female transgender woman was admitted to compete in the Olympics, which is causing a lot of people to question women's issues. We're seeing women who are running, who have naturally high levels of testosterone, being told that they can't run unless they take hormones to suppress their natural levels of testosterone. This is their natural body they're not taking anything they have ha natural testosterone levels that are high and they're being told they're not able to run unless they're put on suppressants so this is again another huge women issue being brought to the surface the free britney issue right everyone is up the wall about britney spears and what is going on with her and her rights and what she is able to do with her body and her money and her life this is a global thing it's all over the news again it's a woman's issue and women's issues are being brought up because of it and of course so 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 odd scorpio taurus rahu and k2 are currently placed here bill cosby was released recently so he was arrested and and all this was coming out and now he was released during scorpio and taurus which is super super interesting and you guys get to decide how you feel about that i should also say that um when he was finally arrested we did have the rahu and pushia k2 in capricorn but i think that we already mentioned that already and so i hope that you found this information as interesting as I did. Something that I'm starting to do now is just go back and I mean, I'm still continuing to look at different dates because I'm interested. And I'm also looking at women and people. I wanna see what their charts are like for different female activists or women who had a huge um, imprint on female society and how women view themselves. And Madonna was one of the first people that came to mind because I think that she really did influence 
so much about female sexuality and how women view themselves. And she has the planet Venus in the next chapter of Puccio, which is her 10th house ruler. So her career is connected to nourishing women, you know, we're nourishing how they view themselves and how they portray themselves. And another woman who I thought about immediately, one of my personal heroes <laughs> is Alanzas Morissette. And she has her ascendant in the next chapter of Puccio. And I think that Alanzas Alanis Morissette did so much to show what it's like to be angry and frustrated and rageful as a female. And I think that she did it in a really beautiful and artistic way that had never been done before. Um, someone who's less sexy in the media, but still a huge player when it comes to female rights and someone I think we all think about naturally because of history books is Eleanor Roosevelt. She played such a huge role in, in females' rights and having the female voice heard. Her moon was in the sign of cancer. It could have been in Puccia. It could have been Purnabarsu, depending on what time she was born. Um, I mean, there are so many different people who are connected to Puccia and, and all of this. But again, this is something that I'm going to continue to look into just for my own personal curiosity. And so I'll, I'll share with you guys what I find. But what I'm also just really taking away from all of this is knowing what the pressure points are. And we know that there is pressure in the sign of Cancer, in the next chapter of Puccia, in the sign of Capricorn, which I should say, when Kamala Harris was elected, there were like five planets in Capricorn. Jupiter was in the next chapter of Shravana. So, you know, I just do want to point that out because Capricorn is also one of these big signs that I think I didn't speak enough about in this podcast, but just know. Capricorn is also a major role in this because if we're looking at Rahu in Cancer, K2 is obviously in Capricorn. So Capricorn is also playing a role. Um, anyway, we have these pressure points of Cancer, Capricorn. The next chapter of Barney just seems like a, a big hot spot to me. And of course, Scorpio and Taurus. And so as the nodes are moving through these signs, we can expect to see women's rights and women's issues coming to the surface. Also, right now, it's 2021. Rahu is in Taurus. K2 is in Scorpio. These women's issues coming up for us to reconcile. And of course, our next cycle is going to be Rahu in Aries and K2 in Libra. And again, throughout the research, it seemed that K2 in Aries, particularly Barney, seems to be super, super helpful. I'm going to do some more research and look into Rahu and Aries and Barney. And I'm sure I'll make a YouTube video on all this because I just think it's super interesting. And if you guys want visuals, um, you'll be able to have those as well. So again, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you found it interesting. Again, I have so, so, so much much appreciation to all of the women listening, whether you were born a woman, whether you identify as a woman, whether you just appreciate women as much as I do. Of course, to all of my other folks, whether you be male or non-binary, whoever you are, so, so much appreciation for you as well. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. If you'd like to become a patron, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. We're where we do weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs and be sure to follow me on instagram astrology now underscore podcast again my name is christina rodriguez this is astrology now thank you so much